Ok, isso. É, Fandar, Africans né? Alles, é sal Africans prat. E muito problema Africans land. And your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Alles, alle mense. Fandar. Uh, let me just do a favor for those who don't Afri understand Africans and try and do their English. Uh, afternoon, honorable members. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. Um, I'm told we need to be already at two o'clock in fact i'm told it is open now but it is encouraged because of the nature of the 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 work that will is done by parliament that at least all members by two o'clock must have been locking in to the system there's something called i don't know whether it's a where names goes to the waiting room and so forth so it means we'll have to do our level best to run this meeting until we 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 finish uh, at least the latest by five five to two, if that's possible, honourable members. Uh, having said so, we are today dealing with the we are dealing with the what is this with the report. Uh, with regards to what we, we we have been dealing with the draft report, which I understand has been forwarded to honourable members. Uh, any apologies? Very quickly. Yes, Chair. I've got only one apology from Mr. Mtenjane. He's going to join us uh, after twelve. Uh, Mr. Kula is trying to log in. I'm assisting him here. He's going to join us anytime now. Okay. Uh, Everything said, so, honorable members. Chair, uh, on a point of order? Yes. Chair, uh, Mr. Mtinjani and, uh, well, honorable Mtinjani and honorable Sakosa both attend this meeting and and i understand that meetings are open to any members of of parliament i i absolutely have no problem with that but if we are counting them from an apologies perspective only one member of the eff is actually a voting member uh and that would be honorable Tukosa. so I'd, I'd really like clarity as to why we are taking apologies from mr Nutron. No, let me let me explain from my understanding. Um, is that Mr. Tenjana is, um, office, is officially an alternate uh, matters there. So let's. So my understanding, Honorable Mela, I don't know whether a, we should take that as an issue. 
His Apollo, his Apollo, which is on the basis that he's, he's always in attendance of the meeting and official is an alternate. But I will check whether is, it, is there anything wrong whether an alternate puts an apology of not attending the meeting. Okay, can we go to the issues that we're going to do? Honorable members, I think before we undertake, and I'm going to have a huge challenge here because my, my laptop doesn't want to open, but I'm using the iPad and the phone. So it's going to be a yeah. bit of a challenge, but, but I will try my level best uh, when it comes. Honorable Melam, you want to raise an issue? No, Chairperson. Yes. It's me, uh, Honorable Masaule. Um, I want to rise on Rule 156 of alternates. Yes. That, uh, 156.2, that says an alternate acts as a member when the member for which the alternate was appointed is absent or has vacated office until the vacancy is filled. Now, my understanding was that <clears throat> Honorable Mtenjana was the official, as you put it, the official alternate, which makes him a member on the, in the absence of uh, 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 the Honorable... Uh, 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 I can't remember who, who it was. I think it's Lamini Masha who was a member. So the apology is well in order, Chair, because he is a member in the absence of uh, Honorable Marshal Damin, unless something has changed. Thank you. No, let's, let's not, let, let's leave. That's why I said the apology, as far as I understand, is on his official capacity as an alternate who also attends the meeting, but it's just an apology. It doesn't arise, it, it stands that he becomes a member in the absence of the member that has been appointed. But I'm saying, I will check whether, by the way, the problem with Parliament when it comes to apologies, and I've raised this thing, is that it is, it is, not, it is not written whether even the apology, there is a requirement to state why a person is not in the meeting. Well, for me, then it would have been a subject matter if you don't state. But all members, for now, can we move so that we deal with the agenda of the day? Can I ask that... Uh, Please, Chair. Yeah. Please, can we move with the agenda, please? Can we? Can I ask the Mr. Kotze to just outline, because we thought it's important before we deal with this thing, we, we deal with the issue of uh, what is contained with regards or expected with regards to specifically the recommendations of the committee. Can I ask Mr. Kote, you now you must take practice, uh, Ari. Take lesser time, please. Will do. Thank you, Chair. Chair, I'll just take my papers quickly through the procedural guide uh, to committee recommendations. Uh, now, a committee conducts its business on behalf of the House and must therefore report back to the House on matters referred to it by the House for consideration and report. A committee's report may be submitted for consideration or merely 
for information purposes. A committee report published for information appears in the ATC and forms part of the parliamentary record. However, no further action on the part of the House is required. If a committee report is tabled for consideration, it means that the report requires a decision of the House. The report will then be placed on the order paper. That's why, Chair, in our reports, um, oversight reports, budget vote reports, BRRR reports, we, at the end of the reports, we indicate the report be considered. If the House adopts a report, it lends the recommendations contained therein the force of a formal assembly resolution. The advantage of a committee reporting its recommendations to the House for formal consideration is that if the House adopts the committee report, it gives the recommendations the force of a formal assembly resolution persuaded to its constitutional function of conducting oversight. The Speaker will engage at the level of the executive authority to communicate recommendations adopted by it to the Minister. The House then also monitors executive compliance with the recommendations. When a response is received by the executive, it is announced in the ATC and referred to the committee from whose report the recommendations emanated. Then one, rules, legislation and principles applicable to committee reports and recommendations. Specific National Assembly rules in the ninth edition of the, uh, the rules of, of the National Assembly applicable to committee reports are NA Rule 166, which deals with general provisions for committee reporting, NA Rule 308, which deals with specific requirements for committees reporting on bills dealing with Section 75, NA Rule 312, which deals with specific requirements for committees reporting on bills relating to Section 76, and NA Rule 342, reporting on applicable, reporting applicable to international agreements. Now, committee reports and recommendations are scanned to ensure that recommendations that the National Assembly is to adopt conform to the following. The Constitution of 1996, the principle of separation of powers, respect for other spheres of government, and the authority of national executive and its accountability to the National Assembly. Two, direction of recommendation to the executive authority. It should always be borne in mind that constitutionally, Parliament engages at the level of the executive authority at national level. This must inform the drafting of any report to be submitted to the House. Recommendations to be adopted by the House should be directed at the relevant minister in the national sphere. House decisions are formally communicated to the responsible minister. Committees also need to bear in mind that should the House adopt a recommendation contained in a committee report, the Minister is expected to report back to the House. An important uh, note here. 
it is inappropriate for a committee to request that a minister or department report directly back to the committee. In instances where this has occurred, amendments to the report have been moved in the House to the effect that the minister reports back to the House and not to the committee. The minister submits his or her response to the speaker who tables the response in the ATC and refers it to the relevant committee. This also facilitates monitoring of executive compliance. Now, examples of those chair is where, I mean, previous recommendations where we say that the minister should report back to the committee um, on the solar water heater program during the fourth term. So that refers to those type of uh, 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 recommendations here. Number three, committee recommendations to be motivated. A committee report should provide the House with enough information to enable the House to take a decision about whether it wishes to adopt the recommendations contained in the committee's report. For example, a recommendation which briefly states that regulations to control movement of vessels should be put in place, but does not contain any motivation or explanation in the body of the report is vague. The recommendation is not sufficiently motivated to enable the House to take an informed decision. Now, I'm just thinking uh, an example of that one, for example, Chair, where let's say if the committee say um, the minister should regularly or continuously update the committee on the Grand Inga Hydro project, as, as, as it states, there's no motivation as to why. So that's an example, Chair. So we must motivate why. Number four, distinction between spheres of government. Recommendations should make a distinction between the different spheres of government. There should also be regard for different areas of competency in accordance with the principles of cooperative government. Certain recommendations can be interpreted as interference in another sphere of government. An example would be a recommendation that, for example, municipalities must review long-term leases granted to private clubs. Then committees are also, committees also include recommendations in the reports which do not fall within their functional area. Number five, Recommendations pitched at operational level. As a general principle, committees should engage in oversight matters at a national policy level rather than an operational level. Where operational problems are identified by a committee, they should be linked to broader policy issues. It is from this perspective that recommendations should be identified. Often, operational problems are identified which are internal or local in nature and should be resolved at this level. For example, officials should have regular staff meetings. In these cases, the recommendation does not have any and does not fall within the assembly's jurisdiction. Number six, instructing rather than requesting. 
a recommendation contained in a committee report should as far as possible steer clear of phrasing that instructs rather than requests or urges. By following this approach, not only is the principle of separation of powers respected, but it, is all, but it also allows for a situation where additional explanations or alternatives can be brought to the fore by the executive. Parliament can only instruct by way of legislation. Number seven, language usage and structure. Where language, is, where language use is poor and the report is unstructured, this will reflect badly on the image, not necessarily of the committee, but of the National Assembly as well. For example, reference in a committee report to a certain nationality as thugs or drug lords is a negative, is a negative reflection on a group of people. The status of the House is indeed affected if it adopts a report which is poorly worded or vague. This also obstructs effective implementation of recommendations. With this in mind, recommendations in particular should be drafted as carefully and precisely as legal provisions to ensure that the views of the committee and the House are accurately captured and effectively communicated. Eight, adoption of reports that contain no recommendations. Committee reports sometimes contain no recommendations and do not require any decision of the House, but are nevertheless published for consideration. This is unnecessary and chairpersons and committees should, in terms of best practice, make an assessment of whether a report needs to be formally considered by the House. It would be sufficient for the House to note these reports, but in fact, they often do not have to be placed on the order paper at all. An ATC publication is sufficient in this instance. This unnecessarily loads the order paper of the House. Number nine, reference to public officials, individuals and organizations by name. In view of the impact of references, by name to individuals and organizations, discretion is required when drafting a committee report. Also, when criticizing public officials, it should always be borne in mind that the minister is finally responsible for actions of his or her department. Concerns about the actions of officials should therefore be directed at the level of the minister to address accordingly. Number 10, recommendations directed to provinces and municipalities. Recommendations directed to provincial and local government executives are prevalent in committee oversight reports. This is usually due to implementation of national executive action being done in partnership with local or provincial executives. Although this practice is not desirable, this challenge has been circumvented by directing the report to the national executive responsible and requesting that they convey the recommendations contained therein to the relevant provincial or local executive. Although committees are empowered to receive presentations from any person, entity or body, it should be kept in mind that the National Assembly conducts oversight of national sphere of government with the national executive being accountable to parliament. Therefore, recommendations emanating from oversight should be directed to the national executive. 
and that's my story chair my story is eight so yeah okay okay thank you thank you thank, thank you uh, mr Kotze. honorable members um we have given members the report the draft report i want to that and because we have heard the recommendation, I'm not sure if there is any issues of grammatic arrangement issues. I think they can arrange. Second on the findings or observations, we would have gone to them, but I, I'm sure members can have, have, have read them. The only issue I think we can explain on the findings and, and, and the observations that they are just an expression, an expression of what had been stated by the department. They are not something that is new or invented through the, the committee. That doesn't, what we have observed, they, if, if we like it, would say they reflect more points of emphasis on what the department had emphasized on. But uh, without any further delay, the honorable members, I want to check because I, I okay, let me see here. Um, is there anyone who wants to have a take? on the findings and recommendations. Chairperson. Yes, Honorable Mailan. Chair, my one concern. I see Honorable, after that Honorable Mashaule. Yes, Honorable Mailan. Thank you, Chairperson. Chair, my one concern is the issue that I raised when um, the department presented its APP on uh, or two weeks ago, and that was the uh, issue around the nuclear new build. Now, my concern is that we don't have any detail whatsoever in the uh, APP or the budget as to exactly how that is going to be rolled out uh, and it's basically just we're doing this and we're going to procure it by 2024. Um, I would ask that we recommend that that in this regard, the the department should uh, detail exactly what their plans are for for this project. Okay, can, uh, can I hold can I hold on you, the honourable Mela? We are coming to the recommendations. Oh, sorry, Chair. Yeah, we are just dealing. Remember, that's why I tried to explain to say the, the findings and observations are just an emphasis of what the department had expressed in the committee. We just captured, like you see, if they say this is what they would do, it's what we say, our observation that the department had said is this is what it's going to do with regard to the nuclear build program and so forth. But we're still coming now. That's why I was checking on the findings and observations, whether put it crudely and they captured correctly, we, will, we are now going to go to the recommendations if there is no take on the findings and observations. Okay, I assume we are all... Honorable Mashaule, you, you wanted to raise your hand on, I see your hand is up on the findings and observations. No, I wanted to say that uh, on findings and uh, observations, I I personally feel that uh, we were correctly captured um, in the in the report. Okay. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, I just want to, to, to take members on one part, which I think it's, uh, it's not here. That's why I said I don't have a problem. I think Ari, there's somewhere, I think when on the, almost on the first page of the findings and recommendation, but I think if members allow, we can go and correct that. There's too much repetition on the department. Uh, I think some of those we don't have, if we have made mention of the department, uh, there is no need to repeat the department. Yes, if we look on, um, I think it's bullet point two, where it says the department strategic outline for the next five years envisions a continued role. Um, for the nuclear power, then it says the department intends. So I'm just saying we'll have to correct some of those things just to say, and therefore intends, rather than to say the department, and then in the next sentence we start with the department again. But we're still talking about the same same institution in the same paragraph or same, 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 same following sentence. We can put it into one sentence instead of repeating the department because we have already stated that we are dealing with the department. I thought it's one issue where if, if we, we find that same arrangement, we'll have to change it. But having said so, other members, can we... Yes, I, I hear there is a voice talking. No, it was me, Chair. I said it's fine. We'll address that, Chair. Yes. Okay, honorable members, can we now go to the... I can't read those recommendations. Please bear with me because I'm, I'm only using the phone and the, the, the font of the phone. You know, the size is too small and it falls almost in all, all over the screen. Uh, can we take recommendations first before we... Is there a take on the proposed recommendations? We will come back to the to any additional recommendations. Do you want me to read the recommendations, Chair? Okay, read the yeah. Yeah, okay. The first one, yeah, informed by its deliberations. The committee recommends that the House request that the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy should the adjustment budget will be tabled by the Minister of Finance in June 2020. In the event that the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy is impacted by the adjustment budget, the Minister should ensure that the Department's annual performance plan 2021 is in line with the adjusted budget. Should I continue with the others as well, Chair? I want to check any other members on recommendation one. Yes, Chair. Yes, Honorable Mailam. Chair, my concern is that we're basically saying here that where there is an impact on the budget and APP from the adjustment budget, that the minister will have uh, a blanket authority to to amend the APP without oversight by this committee. So what I would I would propose is that uh, 
we amend it to say at the end of the, the, the sentence there where it says with the adjusted budget and uh, present the, the amendments to the committee for approval. Can I remember what we raised initially? I, first, let me say my understanding is that it's a standard procedure. I might have to check. My understanding is that's a standard procedure that uh, all the, the adjustments, if they are made and affect the department, it will have to come back to parliament. Right. Two is that if we're looking at what the recommendations were saying, we're saying the committee cannot ask the minister to to reply or, or go to go straight to the committee except to report to parliament. The understanding of what we say here, we say that which is the question of how it's done is another matter. But here we say, which is sometimes a common thing, that you remain with the same, there is a new adjusted budget, but the APP remains the same. We say in the event that there is an adjustment in the, in, and it's a, the department is affected by the adjustment. Let the APP of the department be consistent with that, with that adjustment. And then we can look at to whether then, because it's not saying they, they must do it without consult. We can just say in consultation with parliament, because we, the, the, if we look at what Ari was presenting, the report, it, it, it the response or whatever the department does, it is not doing it with the committee of parliament. It do, is doing it with parliament. So that is my understanding. But uh, Chair, my hand is up. Okay. Mr. Uh, hey, this is Mr. Masaule. Um, my hand was up at the time you asked for hand, so I will not speak on the current issue, but on the issue that I wanted to raise. Okay. Can, can you just allow me to go through this one first? Okay. I need another one. You, you are the table staff here, uh, Ari and uh, Ayan. Yes, yes chair. chair. You are the table staff here. Mm. Is my explanation because I'm saying the point is from where we recommend, obviously, it goes to Parliament. If Parliament adopts this recommendation, then the response of the department on the adjustments will have to be communicated with parliament and then parliament will allow to, the normal processes to be followed if we borrow from what Ari was reading on the question of recommendations. Correct, Chair. That's correct, Because oh. with, with, with what Mr. Milam is proposing, Chair, when, when we include or when we want to include issues of where um, the committee must be briefed thereon. That can be programmed in our program chair. So it, there's no need for it to be included in the report. Those are things that we can program as the committee. So the, 
the department can come and brief us on the adjusted uh, uh, budget and with the review annual performance per chair. Can we, can we then, if, if I just for consistency sake, say that because uh, what I read also says the committee recommends to the House. And what I read initially was that when it is recommended to the House, it is expected to be actioned by the House and report back to done back to the House. And then it will be the House that refers. That is correct, sir. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks very much, Chair. With my limited uh, English, I want to look at the first point. Um, uh, the first sentence says, informed by its deliberations, meaning our deliberations, the committee recommends that the House request that the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy should, meaning what follows should be a doing weight, uh, because if not, we have a disjuncture between should and the adjustment budget will be tabled by the Minister of Finance in June 2020, which is completely uh, not in line with what we're trying to say. Uh, and, and I just found that the, the first bullet is problematic in that regard. There should be a doing it after should. With my unlimited English, that's what at least I would argue. The, again, let me, let me, I'm trying again to go back to I'm trying to go back to the I I can't find this uh, this uh, matter we were dealing with here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm trying to look at uh, what you, you just presented on the recommendations. I found Honorable Masaule to be talking more on shoot instead of mask. Uh, yeah. Yes. Sir. Can I? Can I? Can I? The, the, the recommendations are on the screen. The, the point is not whether should must change to must. I am saying that it says that informed by its deliberations, which is our deliberations, the committee recommends that the House request that the Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy should, meaning after should, the bullet point should start with a doing weight, meaning yeah. it must say what must be done, not 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 the sentence as it is, because the sentence says, should the adjustment budget will be tabled by the Minister of Finance in June 2020. I find that uh, oh. very bad uh, uh, construction of a, 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 a 
what we want to say. Okay. Now, now, yeah. now I hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we then Fair. say? Can we then say the should should the adjustment budget that will be tabled by the Minister of Finance in June 2020, and in the event that the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy is impacted by the adjustment, then the Minister should ensure that the Department's annual performance plan 2020-2021 is in line with the adjust, just with the adjusted budget and yeah. reports and report back accordingly and leave it there. Yeah. I'm saying accordingly so that remember we were told that we must be legally correct. <laughs> and report back accordingly. Okay. Can you, can you read bullet point two? All right, Chair. Number Chair. two. Chair. <laughs> yeah. Chair. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying very hard. Uh, you'll bear with me. Uh, the, the very same sentence I was talking about when it said, it, it says should, mineral resources and energy should the adjustment budget will be tabled. Uh, uh, it may very well say, uh, should the adjustment budget, you know, and then when it has will again be tabled, uh, it, it loses a, 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 a meaning legally and otherwise. That is why I was insisting on a doing on a doing uh, a, a word to start a, a, a bullet point. I'm not sure whether I'm clear, Chair. You said, I said the meeting must be conducted in Africa. As English is giving me difficulties now. <laughs> what could be the doing word, Honorable Mashaudi? Um, Chair, can I come in? Yes, Honourable Thank you, Chair. Um, I, I agree with my honourable colleague, and um, I would suggest that we go. Um, the, of minerals and re resources and energy should, and then down to ensure that that the department's annual performance plan of 2021 is in line with the adjusted budget, and then we go if um, when. The adjustment budget will is tabled by the Minister of Finance in June 2020. Um, if you just move that around, then the doing word that you that you are looking for is then um, accommodated. What is the doing word? Ensure. Um, okay. Ari and Ayanda, can you, in the meantime, put your, 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 we, we, we might have to come back. Somebody must be doing the read to the return. That's fine. Yes, we are noting then. Okay. Bullet point two. Bullet point two says, finalize the restructuring of entities accounting to the, the to the department in order to deal with 
duplication of services and eliminate unnecessary competition between entities. Any take? I can't see your hands here. I don't know what's happening. Okay, I see there somewhere. Oh, any take, honorable members? Uh, this thing has disappeared around the screen. Don't take it away. Shouldn't we say? Has it disappeared? Yeah, yeah, I see. Has it disappeared? Shouldn't we say should finalize the restructuring of its entities. in order to ensure that there is no duplication of services and and an elimination of unnecessary competition amongst the entities, not between the entities. Should finalize the restructuring of each entities we take out the department in order to ensure that in order to ensure that there is no duplication of services and eliminate unnecessary competition amongst entities. Will that be correct, honorable members? I take if there is no, there is no contrary view. Bullet point three says ensure that the yes, honourable Valencia. I I think the unnecessary is more proper than amount because what we are saying to the department is that they should ensure that its entities uh, they they unnecessarily compete between one another. Because for now, they are competing against each other. I think the unnecessary part is, is in line. I'm not sure. Phillips is here. Yes, we keep that one. But for now, I'm trying to say, ensure that there is no duplication of services and el eliminate unnecessary competition amongst entities. Will That's that not property. be sufficient? That's probably okay. 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 Can we now go to um, bullet point three says ensure that the MHSC, not the cruise ship, not the cruise ship, the MHSC has a backup plan to cover possible revenue shortfall on its budget. My only worry now with, with the explanation that we received <clears throat> on the approach to recommendation, it says we must motivate. And what could be the motivation for this? If when, when this thing were done, we're just putting recommendations, but Having studied the, the recommendations, say we a committee must motivate its recommendation.
Okay, I'm not sure whether I'm, I'm following you. Yes. No, I'm saying, when we're dealing, if you remember, when uh, Mr. Kotsa was presenting, uh, it talks about recommendation. There is a part, I've been trying to go back to this, this, this presentation on my, on my email, but there is a part that says a committee, it, may, it even makes an example about a vessel, whatever vessel, what, what, that yeah. if it's not explained why, then the, the House may find it very difficult to make an informed decision because there is no motivation why that decision would be taken with regards to the vessel. Now, I'm saying when I read now, in, informed by what has been raised initially, I, I now get a sense that this might fall on the example on that uncatchable that why did it... For instance, if you look to the one above, when we talk about the, final, the finalization of the restructuring, we explain that we must avoid, in order to avoid duplication and eliminate unnecessary competition amongst the entities. But on this one, the way I'm saying, the way now that is put here, with the background of what was presented on what should inform the recommendation. I think there, there is a demand now that there has to be a motivation why we say that the minister should ensure that the Man Health and Safety Council has a backup plan to cover possible revenue shortfall in its budget. Shouldn't we add in light of the possible adjustment and the advent of the uh, COVID-19 virus. Chair. Yes, Babmashavi. I am not sure with what you are saying, and I do not have a problem with that. I just have a problem with the uh, content of that sentence to ensure that Mine Health uh, uh, and Safety Council has a backup plan to cover possible revenue shortfall on its budget. Uh, to me, it sounds like we are uh, insinuating that the, the Mine Health and Safety Council has got um, a possibility of creating revenue uh, in whatever means they can uh, in a case where they 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 spend more than they should they should find ways to to get extra revenue or to cover the budget i the sentence itself to me brings some some uh, problems. I don't know whether I make sense. Uh, let me give you an example, Chair. If you say to me, because I have bought groceries for, for, for my fridge to sustain me for 60 days in, the, in, the, uh, in my household, and that is my budget, and no extra budget, and you come to me and say, at the end of 60 days, if I'm, I'm, I, I, the food is, is, is depleted, I must then come with a plan on how uh, 
I create other another um, uh, 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 revenue to cover for the. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense because if I had other revenue, I would have budgeted according to that revenue. I'm not sure whether I'm making sense, chair, but to me that sounds like uh, the sentence is insinuating what I'm saying. Chair, quickly, oh, can I come in? Wait, wait, I'll answer. The, the sentence say that's why I said it must give a motivation why it, now in this case, we must give a motivation why we say there must be a backup plan. For an example, when the Money, Health and Safety Council came and presented, it is quite clear that uh, the, the, the adjustment budget as they presented to us, if the minister makes cuts and, and, and adjustments, it might be able to, to have implications in particular on health and safety. But most important is that the extent of the virus is going to have that impact on how the mine health and safety, which is now the custodian when it comes to the response to, 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 the, to, 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 to the pandemic. Now, in this case, there is nothing that has been put in place. Now, with what they've been presented, the sentence then seeks to say they need to have, because what they've presented is not something that at this stage, uh, in the absence of a, a possible implications to them, they don't have any backup plan to say what then will happen. But, Eric, can you give your, your perspective? Yeah, just quickly, maybe Nati and, 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 and Sivu can, can correct me if I'm wrong as well. But I think this relates to the issue of um, the, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the Mine Health and Safety Council uh, get levies as well from the mining houses, correct me if I'm wrong. But as I say, so I think this, this recommendation relates to that, since some of the, the, the mining houses won't be able to pay these levies due to COVID-19. So therefore, this recommendation. So in other words, they will have a shortfall on their budget because some of the, the mining houses won't be able to pay or some of the mine, mine uh, operations. Yeah, something to that effect. As I say, maybe Sivu and, and Nati can maybe explain better. Yeah, no, uh, Eric, that's correct. Okay. It's not beyond their budget. Is the in, that's why I said, in light of the advent of the, the COVID-19 virus and also the possible, but I, I, I think for me, it's all about what could be the implications. And the implications are on the, on the basis that some of the mining companies by capacity may not be able to, to comply. But most importantly, the manner in which then the department has to respond it might require more expenditure on the side of health and safety. That is why then I said the only limitation is that, like you say, there is no motivation why they must have a backup plan. I don't think you are wrong when you say they have the budget, they put it up, but the issue is that if you then say they must have a backup plan, why are you saying so? And that is the motivation I was saying it is, it is then required. And I think that's what we are saying is the motivation on why we think that there has to be a backup plan. Or maybe the way the backup plan may not be a correct one. 
I can't think of another one. Tim, yeah. if I may. Yeah. I would agree with you first and foremost that the the, the backup plan uh, concept is not is not a, a good one in this regard. But also agree with you hundred percent that the motivation must be there so that we avoid ambiguity. Uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a situation where uh, Ariko is not there to explain, uh, we, we, we may not understand what the sentence is saying. So, so, so I agree with you 100%. Let's have a motivation in that sentence. Thank you very much. The motivation putting correct honorable members so that we move. Okay. They say silence means consent. We'll make that's what we we'll put. We we'll put the motivation uh, why we say so. Uh, I'm not sure. We will see whether we can find uh, a recall. I'm listening to. Should we not say myself other alternative revenue? Yeah. Collection yes. systems, whatever. Yeah, we'll 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 rephrase it here. Yeah, but a backup plan, a backup plan is like, it, it's like when your car doesn't start, then you must make sure yeah. that you've got a, your, 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 your jumping cables in the car, but there may not be another, there may not be another car to, to, to kickstart you. So I think to me, I look at alternative revenue streams, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Okay. Can you go try? Hi, honorable members, because your time, I'm, I'm just receiving that we are expected to link up it to um, the following one. We've taken it off now, Ari. Can nobody see it now, Chair? Was it only I you? I can see from my side. Oh. You want me to read it, Chair? Okay, I'm saying that it must ensure that all entities uh, ensure that all entities have permanent appoint, appointment of senior executive and boards as a matter of agency in order to facilitate coherent execution of respective mid-term strategies. Is that... Honorable... Not, uh, hello? Oh, unless you are speaking, I thought you were opening... No, I'm, 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 I'm reading. I'm in the next bullet. I'm reading. No, Chair, I wanted to, to, to have a view on that bullet point. Yes. The reason why we argued in the meeting that uh, there should be permanent appointment of senior executives and boards as a matter of agency was not in order to facilitate coherent execution but was to address the governance issues that were flagged uh, in the reports uh, that they were lacking and and to ensure that there's administrative uh, stability isn't it and and governance Absolutely, absolutely, Chair. Then if honorable members agree, we will 
I think it's, uh, it's, it's also a little bit limiting now with what you say. It's a little bit limiting even all the medium-term strategies because it actually means they can only work on medium-term, not on long-term. Okay. okay. Say just quickly. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Mr. Marshla Ule, can you see the, the screen? Yes, I can. So I've, I've just addressed it now. Is that in order? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Bullet, the next bullet is that we ensure that all entities who will be required, not whom, who will be required to utilize their reserves due to the effects of COVID-19 must have a long-term plan to replenish their reserves to pre-COVID-19 levels. Chairperson, I can hear you are correcting, uh, ensure that all entities, you are correcting whom to who, yes. I would yes. want to correct the who to which. And uh, Chair, yes. I, I think there is a significance of uh, which instead of whom and uh, who but uh, i tend to be corrected by those who are better positioned than me no 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 it's fine my only worry and let me so remember Son. yes okay. i'm saying okay. which is what on chair i i can't i mean see your hands there there's something there that says press you see the end it's honor you are saying Honorable Valencia is okay. Yeah, I think it's spot on. Okay. Yes. Ari. Yes, Chair. My only one with this sentence has got a risk, I must be honest. That's all. Okay. Hello? Is there someone I'm missing? Chair. Yes, Chair, Mr. Volmarans has raised yes, his hand. Oh. Yes, yes, I've raised my hand, Chair. Yes, Honorable Volmarans. Yeah. Yes, Chair, I, I just want to check. Uh, on this uh, sentence, um, it's got a striking uh, similarity uh, to the one that we just did, which deals with uh, mine, and, uh, mine health and safety. Uh, and um, in order to deal with the, uh, that duplication, can't we incorporate it into one sentence because uh, the effect is the same? Where we, where we dealt with a backup plan there, yeah. um, this I sentence seems to, to, to come to the same meaning um, because the, the plan might be reserves or, or other alternatives. And then instead of having two sentences, we just have one. To me, it's not the same. The the, the one that deals with my health and safety, it's on it's on it's on it's on, it's on the, the effects, not on the, not on the expenditure on their part. It's on the effects that may render them not receiving what they usually receive. This one, 
which is why I was going to say, I, I'm still trying to think of what is the most careful way, because let's just go back. It says that all entities which will be required to utilize their reserves due to the effects of COVID-19 must ensure, or you want to say must ensure, alternate, no, this one, must have a long-term plan to replenish their reserves to pre-COVID-19 levels. My main worry is it might be like we are encouraging them to do so. I wonder, I think there must have been a stronger word which acts as checks and balances on that. Let me be honest, my fear always has been that the dangers of the COVID-19 is that people can just spend and then say it was because of COVID-19. And then they were granted by parliament to do so. Che? Yes, Honorable Che, I, I, I need to disagree with Honorable Vormerans because the bullet point about the Mine Health and Safety Commission is about a revenue shortfall in the current year. And, and, and the, the bullet point that we're currently dealing with is a long-term replenishment of reserves, not revenue shortfall. It's, it's about how do we make sure that these entities have a ha, build back their reserves that they've, they've utilized. So they're, they're different um, kind of, the one is current and the other one's more long-term. And I, I think that we need to, to keep them separate for that reason. The second thing is that this, this particular bullet point should not talk about revenue streams. It should, it, 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 it's very focused on, on making sure that there is a buffer. And I, I like the way that it has been worded to say that the, the reserves need to be replenished. Thank you, Chair. Well, remember, let me say this. It's true, the Human Health and Safety Council might find here can also form part of this in a different way. How the first one, it only deals with them. Let, let me not repeat it, we've dealt with it, but I think one of the Milam has raised the issue. But where the issue can affect the Man Health and Safety Council is that even on their presentation, they talked about having a surplus. Now, to put this thing in simple English, it says, if you are the surplus and you are compared by the circumstances of COVID-19, Please, in the long term, make it a point that you are able to move back to financial uh, liquidity, which means you can you will have again your surplus that you had before. So that is how it could affect. But as far as the initial one, that initial one was about income generation for sustainability. In the in the case they are unable to raise what they are always raising. For, for continuous functioning. So I, that one is separate. But my only part here, uh, if, if I'm defeated, is that I think oh. there has to be something that makes it so that people don't go and spend on the reserves simply because there's COVID-19. That is my, my only take. It seems to be 
too open for parliament to give a, a and when people spent, they even said, no, yet by the way, the committee of parliament encouraged us to that we can spend the reserve as long as we can put it back. And the long term, again, I must say, my That's only worry is that the, the pre to pre-COVID-19 long term plans to replenish their reserves to pre-COVID-19 at some point levels, it myself, with clear time frames and protocols. That is, maybe on that, on that score, then I can be a little bit uh, satisfied. But you don't have to satisfy me because I'm the chair. But I'm just saying, it seems to be too open for my own experience. No, Chair, I, I, I think on that score, um, uh, I, I, I agree, Chair, on, on the explanations given, um, uh, on the two points not being uh, specifically the same. Okay. And, um, uh, and, and with the proviso oh, okay. that it is not a... a because? No, no, I'm saying sorry. I thought you were finished. Yes, yes. No, no I'm saying... I, I also agree uh, on the proviso that it must not be a free-for-all then just because of, of, of the COVID-19. Everybody would say just because of this, there must be a proviso on what needs to be done. Okay. Honorable members, what, what's your take? I saw your hand, Honorable Malinga. It's, you have lowered it now. Yes, no, Chair, I'm covered. Ari, put back. Can we then say at the end, to me, let's take out that issue. Let's put it as it was, Ari, except the which that other uh, take out the alternative revenue streams. And then say long-term plans to replenish their, their reserves to pre-COVID-19. Such must or should or such to happen under strict protocol uh, protocol procedures and timeline such to happen under strict protocols procedures and timeline that to me basically the issue of accountability now to take the center stage to say but you never followed clear protocols in what you did because the condition would have been that you follow this this timeline. Do we agree to that, honourable members? They say they say silence means consent. The following one says to ensure that where the department proceeds with nuclear with nuclear bill program, it is done in a pace and scale which the country can afford. Um, can I come in, please, Chair? Honorable Phillips. Um, if we could just add an S so that it reads, ensure that when the department proceeds with a nuclear okay. bill program. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Next, chair. we'd say... Hello? Sorry, Chair. Yeah. Chair, on, on this bullet, uh, I, I want to reiterate my, my point of earlier, and that is that 
at this stage, it's it's basically very vague uh, what the scope, scale, costs, etc. of this particular program are. And given the sensitivities around a nuclear new build uh, program, I would urge that, that we hold the department to a much higher level of scrutiny uh, on this matter and that we, we ask them to present a detailed plan of how they intend to do it. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Remember, and then can we then say that uh, that the department will present, present to parliament a detailed approach and plan on how that process, this process is going to unfold, including its cost implication. Will that be okay? Chair, I'm happy with yeah. that. But I do think that we should add in um, something along uh, a detailed plan and budget. And budget yeah, that's breakdown. That's why I'm saying it's cost implications. Yeah, perfect. Happy. Okay. But the issue, honorable members, that if we have discussed said that when we go back there, the issue says when it comes to the reporting, the report goes to this parliament, not the committee. So that's why I'm saying let's include the issue of reporting back to parliament. On Yeah, I think it's okay. Then we go to the next bullet. It says continuously explore various energy technologies as highlighted in the IRP 2019 as which the department highlighted in its IRP 2019, isn't it? So didn't we add there's something that says in order to ensure energy supply and energy security? Okay. Yes, Honorable Mailam. Okay, could we take out the con uh, continuously explore and, and replace it with expedite? The reason I, I say that is I think that, that uh, electricity and energy is, is a major concern. And, and if we expedite it, we, we're giving it a greater focus and attention. It's being dealt with with urgency. No, that's fine. I don't think uh, is that a, could that be a trade smash on our members to expedite. And it means expedite the exploration of various energy technologies as highlighted in the department's IRP 2019 in order to ensure uh, that there is energy supply and energy security. Energy supply and security. Can you leave it at that? Bullet, the following bullet, honorable members, continuously enhance the quality of the country's geo. <laughs> scientific information in order to increase the country's exploration possibilities, taking into account the high cost of these activities. Mm 
There are no explorers in the house. Okay, it seems members are okay. But uh, Ari and uh, Ayanda and uh, particularly Mr. Boyama, shouldn't we state why you say so? Uh, where are we now, Jay? <laughs> Sorry. Um, we are on the continuously enhanced. The, the one that talks about the, the, the exploration. But that part is exactly explaining that, Chair, because of the high cost. What are we exploring? Look, the, the, the exploration. Look, the, the, the Council for Geoscience indicated that um, the ex yeah, what is it now? Um, that currently one percent is being spent on on exploration. So therefore, we stated that the council, uh, what did we say, continuous enhance the quality of the country's geoscientific information. Yeah, we should actually say le le relating to exploration possibilities, for example in order to increase the country's exploration possibilities, taking into account the high cost of these activities. So I'm, I'm, I'm running short of uh, information, but it's fine, let's leave it. But I think the, 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 the matter is about uh, access to more data. Yeah, reliable data. Yes. Yes, because because even if it's high cost, it's high cost of what? Why do you need to, to go for that if it's high cost? So yeah. it's, to me, it's about easy access to, to more access to data. But Reliable let's see what, what we can do. Then, honorable members, let's go. I'm trying to manage our time. Chair, Prioritize the internet. Yeah. there is a hand by uh, Mr. Koyama. I think he wants to explain to us that point. Yes, uh, thank you, Chair. No, I just wanted to say uh, the, the overall aim of better geoscientific information is to encourage uh, or, or and facilitate mining investments. Yep. Uh, exactly. That's the thing I wanted. Put it there, then, because that is the issue. That's why I was saying there is more emphasis on high cost. Now, for me, we will fear high cost when there is no return. Okay. Uh, so we'll okay. rephrase it here. Okay. Then there is something that says prioritize the rationalization and consolidation of the various commercial entities in the self group, as it is evident that entities are duplicating and competing. Didn't we deal with this before? So that was the department's entities, Chair. That is yeah, how I specifically said. But we, that's why I'm saying we haven't been convinced. Is, is SAF not part of the department entities? How they deal with SAF? Isn't it supposed to be part of that process? Sorry, Chair. Nati has raised his head. Maybe he wants to add oh, on I that. I thought it's the old one. Nat, I thought it's your old hand. 
Mr. Kayama, sir. Nocha is the old one. Oh, yes. <laughs> not that you are not, I don't think you are an energy expert. Chair. Mr. Masaule, sir. I, I think this point was sparked by the fact that we detected that in their report, the self group um, gave a disturbing uh, correlation between their vision uh, and what is happening in the in the governance uh, relations of the uh, entities as self group. And we highlighted that point that they should uh, uh, first understand what their vision is for them to move forward and understand how governance uh, 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 issues work. So there is the, the, the prioritization of, of and, and the rationalization uh, together with the consolidation of their various commercial entities in the self group is exactly meant for self in this regard. I agree with this point as it is. Yes, it is a department uh, entity, but we we when we received the 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 the, the report, it was within the context of the the, the, the group itself, competing Correct. amongst each other instead of complementing uh, the work that is done by uh, 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 within the group. Thanks. Is there any take when I'm listening? Chair, Chair, I don't, I don't disagree with Honourable Mashwale at all, but I do want to highlight something that I raised uh, during the, the the meeting when when the plans were presented, and that is that there seems to be a um, undue amount of regulation or, or, or regulatory processes being conducted by entities that are also commercial entities. In other words, let me use PASA as an example. PASA is both a regulatory and a commercial entity. On the one hand, it's, it's competing to a certain extent with PetroSA, and on the other, it's competing to a certain extent with NURSA in the regulatory space. And I do think that, that this is something that, that we need to address, that you can't be both the referee and the player. Um, and... And, and that's essentially what PASA is. Now, the impact here is, is on PetroSA, but I do think that maybe as, as, as an additional point, we need to look at, at making sure that, that commercial entities are not involved in regulation and regulatory entities are not involved in commercialization. You know, that is exactly my point I was saying. My main one, except if you would have wanted to make an emphasis on the on the on on self under that uh, department's expectating uh, exercise because I think for me some of the areas even in petrol SA that like like members say may have to move out of petrol SA to somewhere else. But if members say we we my main worry is that we may end up having to stipulate each entity. But if we are then put in and say, including within entities themselves, i.e., 
the self group, then it means as they look at the rationalization of the all the entities, they must also look within the entities as a like a group of internally as a group and see whether those cannot be merged into one. That to me would be much more comfortable. But I thought that's why I said that the overriding to me was not what form it will take, but it is something that says go and do rationalization. And I think somewhere we have observed the department said as soon as it has that started that process, it will come back to the committee. I would have then said maybe we should have put that part and say, as stated, as they stated in the committee, in the they made such commitment in the committee. But I don't know, Honourable Member, I don't want to ask to to spend more time. We can deal with the issue uh, of of self and leave it as a as a, as a, as a, as, a, as one uh, uh, entity. Uh, I'm not sure where then do we place that issue of uh, that issue of uh, uh, regulatory mechanisms. I, I had thought when the department briefed that as it also said it's looking at creating one regulatory body within the, the entities rather than including one research capacity. But I'm, I'm subject to, to be corrected if members feel that we must leave that issue on its own. Honorable Chair. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm really not married to the argument I, 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 I uh, was advancing because the, the, the summary you are making marries the point I made and what uh, Honorable Malam is, uh, is, is making, which I believe is not fighting each other. Actually, it can be married into one. So uh, I had some summary that you were making that included IE, SAF, and so forth. I thought it was a perfect uh, summary. So I'm just saying I'm happy with uh, how uh, uh, Honorable Milam is coming into the, 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 the basket and how you come into the basket. We marry the two. Okay, Arab members, can we go and do that, and then we will also say further look on the issue of the regulatory mechanism within or by the entities and leave it at that. Can we go to the next one? Explore the, pre the, the production of no, no, the production. Explore the production of antibodies and antigens for the local manufacturing of test kits as these are currently imported. I, Yes. Uh, you first, you first, sorry. I'm saying can't we borrow that word of honorable Mailer that the department should was they should there. Should expedite the, the the process instead of exploring it, should expedite the process of 
the production of anti antibodies and antigens for in order to enhance local manufacturing of test kits as they as they are currently imported. Chair. Yes, Mamasa. <clears throat> um I think what the department uh, presented to us was that already they are producing these antibodies and antigens. Um, and part of the reason why they decided to is that most that are produced uh, around and important are not in line with the uh, World Health Organization's um, uh, standard. Now, I remember uh, members adv advancing the point that they should expand the production because there was at some point where Mintech said they are at 4,000 uh, liters and then um, Pelkem said, I can't remember whether it's 6,000 or 9,000. So I want to propose that we, we instead of expediting, because expediting means let's, let's quickly uh, with speed produce, which is not a barrier now to, to, to this. The barrier is to expand and vis-a-vis -vis the market because it's imported. I'm not sure whether I make sense, Chair, in that in that regard. Thanks. Chair, can I come in? Yeah. Uh, the committee must differentiate between the there's the sanitizers part, which Mintech and Palcom is doing, but then there's the test kits part as well. And in the presentation, Mintech indicated that antibodies and antigens are currently imported. Remember, he said that last week they received a consignment and that they were going to receive a consignment the following day, last week now, the Wednesday. So there's the difference between the two. The sanitizers they are doing already, but the test kits, that's why we say the antibodies and antigens. Remember, the, the, the Mintech CEO indicated that that's why they they would request uh, government that they explore that initiative with the antibodies and antigens chair. Chairperson, yes. With with that differentiation, uh, let's take it. I did not say anything. No. Do you get my point? I'm listening. I don't. I can't get you. I'm saying that differentiation from uh, uh, Mr. Rico helps me, and I'm saying I'm withdrawing the point. Okay. But Ari. Yes, sir. If I remember well, didn't they say also they were not meeting the SAPS standards? They indicated previously with the sanitizers, say specifically, with the sanitizers. They initially did not adhere, but now since SAPRA, the Health Products Authority, gave them the license to make the sanitizers, they can now validate as well the okay. sanitizers. If you say so, can you, then talk about, can you talk about the expediting, the exploration? The... Yeah. 
Okay. Chairperson? Yes, my Madam. hand is up. I think we should leave then the, the, the explore part. Explore terminology. Yeah. From what Mr. Arrico is explaining is that they are requesting to explore yes. the action of antibodies and antigens. They okay. are. They are. Okay. Thank you. But, but Chair, Chair, yeah. Chair, can I come in? As, uh, I, I think whilst we leave the exploration, that expedition part of it, to expedite that exploration is important because otherwise we'll yes. be sitting again with exploring sometime next year again. Yes. Okay. Now, I've got two secretaries. They can compete better with English. I will do it. <laughs> I'm thinking in Afrikaans, I'm done, First, next bullet, enhance the collaboration between... Uh, there's someone who can't read expedite now who's uh, making a spelling. I can't read over it. And I trusted those people with English. Enhance the collaboration between the between Nexa, Mintech, and Tetrapella uh, with the local production of sanitizers, since the sanitizers are currently produced by Mintech, adhere to NCID rules as well as the WHO procedures. Agreed. Chairperson. Well, I, I agree with the content of the uh, sentence. However, when we separate uh, Nexa and Kitapila and conveniently don't separate Pelkem from Nexa, mm. it becomes a, an inconsistent exercise because Pelkem is part of a, a an institution that uh, produces those. Okay. Can we leave it as it, as, as it is and take out Nexa? Absolutely, Chair. It means then it will be Pelcam, Mintech, and. Eh? Ketlapela. Is that so? Eh. And get up here, sir. Okay. Are you, are you covered, honorable members? Yeah, the three. Yes. You are finished, sir. You are finished? Yes, sir. No, let's leave the conclusion. It's a... Uh... Honorable member, is there any other recommendation that may not be here that they want to make? First, honorable member, I think I hear your voice. Yes, Chair. There is, there is one that I'd like to see added. We spoke about uh, this on a couple of occasions. Uh, I'd like to add in a recommendation that reads something like this. Address the regulatory impediments hindering the ease of doing business in both the mining and energy sectors, specifically by reviewing the mineral rights regulatory environment and streamlining, streamlining 
the licensing and registration proce process in the electricity generation sector for faster turnarounds. My reason for saying this, Chair, is that we've had a number of, of uh, uh, presentations over the course of the past year uh, where we've heard that things take too long. Um, we, we heard the President say it in, in the State of the Nation address. We've heard uh, various organizations tell us that it takes too long to, to make a, a nurse a determination. So those are, that's the one area, is the electricity uh, regulation. The other is in mineral rights applications, um, which are incredibly uh, over-regulated and badly managed. And I think that we need to, to review those and see what we can do to make it better. And that's why I'm proposing this amendment. Honorable Chair. Chairperson. Honorable McCallum. Chair, um, I, I, I hear what uh, uh, Honorable Malam is, 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 is proposing. However, we are at a disadvantage now because unlike others, they were written um, and, and we, we read them well in advance to understand their meaning uh, and connotations. So I would, I would propose to this meeting chair if that uh, let them be added at points that in the next meeting we will make sense out of them and agree whether we agree on the addition or we, we remain with those that uh, were there before. So I'm saying, let's add them for now and say, in the next meeting, we must have views on those two recommendations that uh, Honorable Malam is making, because at this moment, we can agree to something that we have not processed and its implications and how we discuss, because we may need to go back to the discussions also and see what we had agreed upon. Thanks. Can I, can I say this, because we are entitled not to agree here, that's fine, but I would have thought we will try and agree here. We will put this, this additional point and agree that we will finalize it. it. We may not, I don't think in terms of speeding up the issues of um, licensing and, uh, and, and, and other related matters, and to ensure the way of the what do you tell ease of doing business to attend issues of ease of doing business? I don't think that could be a major issue. We can debate or whatever what, what is our understanding of at a substantial level later on. We can put the matter um, uh, and then look at members who will allow for this matter only, not another matter, for this matter only, see whether we agree or we look for alternative wording, or we look for an alternate, whatever it is, we'll take this one. Then let's, if there is no other, other proposal, is there any other matter that members wants to put in terms of the recommendations? Chair. I, yes. It's not another matter, but uh, on the point that you are making, can, can we, can these additions be be emailed to members before the next meeting so that we we interact with them substantially common practice 
when we go, we won't send you the report because we'll be adopting the one send, we won't find the report in the meeting. Definitely everything will be sent in advance. Whereas now we're just polishing some of the things, but <clears throat> we definitely we'll get it. Probably I can guarantee because we've already dealt with those issues. We can't go back with them in the meeting except the one one point. The rest will try, if possible, to send them because that's what by law we should be adopting it. But we are we agreed in principle that we won't adopt on the day except if we are under emergency circumstances. So everything will be put back into correct uh, corrections we've made and additions, and then be put in. Then there will be the outstanding matter that we will discuss in the next meeting, the additional sentences. Is there any other matter, members, before I include something that I, I know most of you won't like, okay. maybe? Because when did you take the key? Okay. Uh, do, the one who's walking with high heels, please. You can hear the high heels. <laughs> Honorable members, there is something that, oh, there is a hand here. Which hand? Whose hand is this? But I don't see it. There is a hand that is showing. If if I made a mistake, please bear with me. Is it my honorable Yes, Malinga? it's Miss Malinga. Is it an old one? He's gone. No, it's a mistake. The mistake, I'm fine. Honorable members, I don't know. I, I want to be very careful. I, I read what the, the, the way of doing recommendations was saying. Uh, in simple terms, it says don't interfere with the operational, with the operational, uh, what do you call it? With the operational issues of the department, internal operational issues of the department, specifically, I would say, don't interfere with staff-related matters. Leave the issue of the powers. If am I correct, Eric? That is correct, Chair. From where I sit, though, as a chair, there is a problem, and in future, it's gonna, it's, we're gonna encounter this problem. Members might help me if they say let's take it to the next meeting or it should not be part of the recommendation. It must be a matter that we can find a better way to raise either directly with the department because it does impact on the work of the committee. Yeah, it's, it's the question of the turnaround time of the department. One, it's so sometimes when uh, you, you need this information, they volunteer information. They can even give you deadlines on the date. I can tell you now, if I'm not mistaken, the last time there was a promise. I still have to go back when we deal with the minutes. I'm sure we'll get it. There was a promise that I hope, because it was not meant directly to the member. There was a promise that there will be information that will be uh, would have arrived by Wednesday. I can assure you sitting here, except if the two secretaries have kept that information, it's not there. I, 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 I hope members will understand the context that two, it's sometimes a voluntary information that has not been asked. They will, is, they will be easily uh, saying uh, this thing will get it this day and it, it never happened. The last one, this is why I'm saying it's about an administrative challenge. The last one is a simple one where 
um, in the process of 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 engagement. I, I've I've observed. I don't know. Made my own observation. The level of uh, efficiency, if it's especially on issues of time management. Sometimes I don't get a sense that uh, it may. That's why I'm saying it may not be our field as a committee, but. I'm very concerned that when people are given 15 minutes, they can't give you what is needed by the committee. You see, this thing of the uh, uh, vision, the mandate, the mission, and so forth. When, for, for instance, if you deal with the budget and so forth, and so forth, simplest thing, not what we have had over a period of years, simplest thing, we have given so much, the department has been has allocated us so much, this is where we collect the revenue. This is our, our strategic plan is informed by this budget. And by this budget, we are compelled to cut on certain services and so forth. I, I must be honest, from where I sit, from a chairperson's point of view, I don't get the sense of value that a committee can then take up, make an informed decision. That's why I'm saying, honorable members, if it's a matter that we must put it as a discussion, maybe for another future, or it's not our terrain as a committee of parliament. I'm comfortable with it, but I must raise it even from the committee point of view. Can I can I take just two so we'll, just a minute from any member who wants to make a comment on the matter? Now leave it. It's not out, outside our mandate or ambit as a committee or. Rather, let's handle the issue in this fashion or keep your own observations to yourself. No, Chair, I'm not sure whether I heard you correctly on the issue of uh, information requested that uh, it normally does not come and uh, so forth. I would propose how we must handle it because um, uh, how we have been doing before has not assisted. Let me give you an example. If I was to request some information from the department um, around um, uh, companies that are uh, uh, in mining uh, in terms of regulatory issues and I want to request them and I request them in the meeting that should become a committee issue because it was raised in a committee rather than allowing a, the department to forward the information to me because I would assume that when you request information on our duty to do oversight and accountability, is for you to engage with that and come back to the committee and say you have found this to be inappropriate or appropriate, and then we will have to discuss it. So from the beginning, I would request that that information comes to the committee and probably sent to everybody, including the member that has uh, uh, requested uh, that information. But also, Chair, bear in mind that uh, the, the department may not want to say this at some point, but there is information that may take longer because 
the the client and uh, the department uh, uh, confidentiality needs to be uh, wrestled between themselves before they come to the committee. Notwithstanding that, uh, we, we're not negating the fact that we, we have a right to ask for such information, but the pace, uh, we must not be excited when somebody we request for information and they say we'll give you next week and then they don't come uh, uh, with the information next week, knowing very well that they had to engage the parties for them to, to, to receive the information. So let's ask, when we ask for information, they must give us reasonable uh, uh, time frames to give us information. Thanks. Honorable members, I don't want to, my, my take is, um, Honorable Phillips, uh, th thank you very much, Chair. Yes, I, I would like to echo that. Um, I've been trying to get the information about the hot water solar geysers to do an oversight visit for for five months now, and I'm still not. I still haven't been given that information. So I think um, it, it must be very, uh, you know, it must be stressed that the information must be supplied to the committee and then forwarded it to the committee members. Thank you very much. Honourable Chair, I'd also like to add one on there, and that is the, the information I requested about the contract uh, regarding the South Sudan oil deal, which uh, was, it was made very clear about six months ago that that should come back to the committee, and I still haven't received it. Okay. Look, honorable members, I want us to discuss a principled matter. Let me put it why I'm raising this thing. Let me just put this thing. One... The point for me I'm saying is that is the turnaround time. I, I hear what Honorable Mashaule says. That that is okay, but the respect of Parliament must be if you make a promise and you can't meet the deadline, you must then write back to the committee and say, Can I get an extension because of these particular issues? Or this is what we can't get. Secondly, is that, in my view, when a person is employed, and, and I want to stress this thing, I can, if it, it must remain with me, if I'm employed or I'm in this committee, you ask me tomorrow, what, is, what does the Committee of Mineral Resources and Energy does? I can spend 10 years, such as people have spent 10 years and so forth, that every day I do that, I must take my laptop and iPad, put in front of me, start to read from page one to the last page, sentence by sentence. So the question of capacity building to me is one of the areas that I feel that they require people, regardless of how many years they've been there, to be taken on a rigorous program to understand and develop particular skills, whether it's presentation skills and other things. The level of administrative capacity is something that is needed. I agree that certain information may not be needed. The point, though, is that when a commitment is made, the turnaround time, I can't make a co commitment to this committee. And then I expect the committee to ask me about something. I must know that by this time I said I'm coming back to the committee with this information. And I must have the information so that when it arises, I take the point on specific matters. I, 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 I take that. I didn't want to deal with the example. And that's not for me is that 
if we can't put it here, at some point we have to discuss it. We can, I'm convinced we have to discuss it, not with intentions to find someone guilty or what, but with intentions to ensure that we've got wheels that operate in such a manner that the turnaround time has to improve. That is, that is, that is the point for me, I thought. It need, then we can deal with the nitty-gritties where there are challenges so that we can, part of our work is to hold the executive to account at all times, but also is to express our view so that the executive can be able to take the necessary steps to ensure that there is an improvement. Uh, in, in and I suspect, I must say, probably I suspect that's a general um, feeling that you might get in the, in the public service. But for where I, I, I'm sitting in, as, as, a, as a chair of a committee, I'm of the view that that level of administrative capacity at all material terms, because it does have an impact. Yes, members are raising issues that I think are issues that not the only ones that have happened uh, in this in the in, in the coming. But let's leave them and say we will get an opportunity at some point, whether it's when we deal with the minutes uh, after I adopted the report, can we have a discussion that will look at how do we ensure that there is an improvement on the turnaround so that the relationship is not necessarily antagonistic, but is an accounting relationship that ensures that there's high level of accountability. Can we place this matter there, if honourable members? Let's leave it in terms of the recommendations and other things. Do we agree? I see there is a hand of honourable Phillips and honourable Mashaule. Uh, Uh, thank you, Chair. Sorry, my hand. I just forgot to put it down from the last question. Same okay. here, Chair. Yes, and before I close my meeting. Same here. My, my, I just forgot to lower my hand. Okay. Can you agree that we take this matter in the, in the relevant platform? Agreed, Chair. Okay. Uh, I think we lost Chen now. I'm going to check him on the phone quickly. Just left the conversation. Yeah, I, I thought it was my device. Eh? Honorable members, are you still in the house? I got you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We are, we are still, it's sabotage, uh, honorable <laughs> member. Honorable <laughs> members, thank you very much. Uh, let's meet next week, Tuesday, when we deal with the adoption, the adoption of the report and probably the minutes. Thank you very much. Uh, you did very well. Thank you.
Thank you, Chair. Thanks, thanks, Chair. Bye, Yankee.